We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. It's, uh, it's official. The Bucks uh, sent out their notification. They uh, acquire Drew Holiday from the New Orleans Pelicans as part of a four-team deal. They get that deal done. Also, uh, they ink Jordan Wara, who they uh, picked up in the draft. So he is uh, official. Also, the official uh, word just came in that, yes, need uh, a re-signed Pat Connaughton. He is uh, also back officially as a Milwaukee Buck. So all of those deals just coming over here uh, just within the last, uh, I guess, 15, 20 minutes. So uh, those deals getting done. And not a bad offseason so far for the Bucks. I mean, they got to, obviously they got to get uh, Giannis inked. Uh, the whole Bogdanovich deal just proves to be somewhat embarrassing. It depends on who you believe. You know, ESPN was reporting that uh, the Bucks were kind of bragging about it, I guess, at a governor's meeting. And uh, others had taken offense to it. And that's when this whole thing was called into question. I mean, I don't know. I, I couldn't honestly tell you. But regardless, this uh, that thing just got screwed up. So uh, the Bucks, uh, they, they get Drew Holiday. They still have some more work to do. Got to get Giannis under the, uh, under the old signature and then uh, kind of go from there. So, hey, uh, by the way, we're going to hear from Matt LaFleur coming up here momentarily. If you are looking for a great Thanksgiving weekend getaway coming up this weekend, my friends, at the fabulous Four Seasons Island Resort, they've got an amazing deal. Listen up. You purchase the room this Friday night and Saturday night is free. That's right. If you're looking for something to do and you want to get away, have dinner, friends, family, whatever it is you're going to do on Thursday, leave on Friday, head that one-tank trip, head up north, go to the Four Seasons Island Resort, and then that means you get Saturday. Saturday night is free. Friday night you pay for, Saturday night is free. You heard it right. Just a one-tank trip to Pembine, Wisconsin, the waterfall capital of Wisconsin, 78 miles just north of Green Bay. you got great dining. You have their sports bar, big screen TVs, hiking trails. Uh, you can always get back to your house in time to still watch the Packers play because the Packers don't play until Sunday night. You can watch some of the other you know day games if you choose. Uh, but if you book this Friday night at the regular rate, your Saturday night is free. 
And after you enjoy the turkey dinner on Thursday, hit the road Friday morning and a relaxing weekend. Sit in that big, giant indoor pool or that big, giant indoor hot tub. Enjoy yourself. Go for some fine dining upstairs in the Diamond Room. They've got some fabulous bars there. Just take a walk around if you choose to do so. Stay both nights this weekend and just pay for one night. Call them right now. It is the special. 715-324-5800. Mention us for the deal. 715 715- Three two four fifty eight hundred again seven one five three two four fifty eight hundred. What a great way to get away. Seven one five three two four fifty eight hundred. Think about it right now, or go to the four seasons wi dot com. That's the four seasons wi dot com. But you got to hurry because there's this is a cool resort, but it's not like there's three hundred rooms. I think there's only like fifty rooms, so this is going to sell out. Seven one five three two four fifty eight hundred. Check it out for yourself. There you go. Uh, Matt LaFleur was asked if it's important for his young players to understand the history of the Packers and the Bears rivalry. I personally don't think so. Um, I know it's definitely for all the fans and everything, but I would say that any opponent, it's important for us to get up for no matter who it is. But more importantly, it's a division game, whether it's the Bears, the Vikings, the Lions. These division games are so important because you can really separate yourself within the division by winning those games. He's right, but it's Packers-Bears week. It's Packers-Bears week. You got to bring the juice to Packers-Bears week. It's To me, I guess as a fan, he's right. As a fan, it's important to us, right? It's Packers-Bears week. It's a division game. Okay, I get it, yeah. But it's Packers-Bears week, man. He also talks about how they're going to approach this week of practice. He says they're going to be uh, they're going to be working on Turkey Day. I do want to get them out of here at a decent hour to let them enjoy a Thanksgiving, although it is going to be a unique Thanksgiving, just considering the times that we're in. But we'll certainly look at shortening that day a little bit. And then, you know, if we need to put in that extra work on on Friday. Now, the questions about Marquez Valdez scaling continue, and he talks about the difference from MVS last year to this year. I just think he's playing with a lot more confidence. He's more decisive. I see him catching the ball with strong hands. He's had his moments, just like everybody has. That's football. This is a this is a tough game for tough-minded men, and you have to be mentally strong. And I think that's where he's improved the most, is despite maybe having a bad play, he's able to bounce back. And I would expect nothing other than that. Also, the offensive line play. Now, we know it was the first time they've been together in a while, and then, lo and behold, Corey Lindsley goes out. And then guys have to shuffle around. And that has been one of the more impressive things about this team this season. And he talks, Matt LaFleur talks, about the offensive line play. I thought we blocked really well. You know, certainly it's it's never easy to lose a player of Corey's caliber and for somebody to come in and, and you know, just pick up and, and do a great job. But that's a credit to those guys to be able to step in there Elton, I mean, the fact that he can go anywhere in the offensive line is absolutely incredible. I've never been around somebody like that that has that ability. Elton Jenkins making himself some cash if he continues to do this down the road. Also, uh, now the one thing I will say about the offensive line, run blocking was not great. Don't fool yourself. Run blocking was not great. Pass blocking is their forte. Run blocking, they're not road graders up there. They're very good at protecting the quarterback, but they're not road graders. They're not opening these giant holes. He also talks about the execution and consistency 
and where they fell short on Sunday. We have to execute better in all three phases, and it's got to be more consistent. I think that's the biggest takeaway from watching the game. There was elements of, of really good play throughout the entire game. Again, it comes down to the consistency at which we perform and, and coach, and, and we got to do a better job of that. Also, uh, getting back to what I stated about running the football, this, this offensive line – if you're going to talk about being balanced in all three phases, then you've got to be able to run the ball a little bit better. You've got to open up some holes. And against good defensive fronts, that's very tough to do. He says they, they he knows they need to run the ball better. I've got to be more committed to calling some plays that, you know, there's there's a lot of plays that we call that may have a, a run solution to it. And sometimes that takes away from the ability to run the football. So just got to be mindful of, of some of the calls that we're, we're making and making sure that we have good looks to run the football into. And then we have to execute better. Now the biggest, here we go, duh, obvious statement. Yes, they need to do a better job defending the run. The best run defenses, there's an intent. There's a uh, everybody doing their 111th in terms of being gap sound, playing with great fundamentals, and then flying to the football. The best run defenses swarm the football. And again, there were some really good moments of that yesterday, but then it was ju- it's just too inconsistent. They needed to do a better job of stopping the run. There's no doubt about that. Uh, you got to be able to stop it. But uh, when you talk about Stop getting stops. One of the head scratchers when you talk about soft coverage, third and long, okay, third and 16, third and 10, third and 12, and your guys are playing 12 yards, 15, 17 yards deep. I mean, he talks about that soft coverage on third and long on defense. Whether it was the third and 12 they converted where they hit a under route that went for 13 yards or late in the game when they ran the screen that gave them the opportunity to go for it on fourth down. If you're going to play soft, your underneath coverage cannot be beyond the sticks because then bad things do happen. So we have got to shore that up. Without a doubt. <laughs> you're giving up first downs or fourth and shorts and third and shorts because you're giving up so much chunk yardage in some of these areas. So anyway, um, it is what it is. But uh, so the, uh, the the Packers now, they get back on track. They get back at it tomorrow where they're going to be practicing to get ready for the Sunday night contest between them and the Chicago Bears. It's Bears week. I'm fired up. It's Bears week. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Um, We'll get into the – we didn't talk about it yesterday because really yesterday was a green and gold Monday. But one of the things we do need to touch on, uh, there's two things. One, the Badgers lost in just tough fashion uh, in Evanston, Illinois. Okay, there's no doubt about that. We know that. It is what it is. But now you've got the concern because they uh, they may not play this game this weekend against Minnesota. So even if they would have won in Evanston, they may end up uh, missing out on a championship – because they may not play this game this weekend. They've got COVID, positive COVID tests in Minnesota. Now you've got additional basketball teams not going to be able to participate because they've got positive COVID tests as well. But we'll talk about this Badgers team coming up next. Also, bottom of the hour, let's take a look across the border. Mark Grody, Chicago Bears sideline reporter. We're going to talk with him. Uh, Mitch Trubisky has been down with an injury. He wasn't even playing. Nick Foles has that hip injury. Their defense is quality. Their offense stinks on ice. Their run blocking is worse than the Green Bay Packers when it comes to blowing open holes. 
and their their line is just terrible. They can't protect the quarterback, where the Packers at least protect the quarterback, and they're more set up for passing than they are running the football. But, uh, man, it's it's tough uh, down there offensively. We'll talk with Mark Grody, Bears silent reporter, after the bottom of the hour. But we'll talk some Badger football. That is next on the Bill Michael Show. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Friends at Van Horn Automotive, they got a cyber sale going on right now. Cyber sale happening right now. And uh, it goes through December 5th, as a matter of fact, Saturday, December 5th. Hundreds of vehicles marked down from the Van Horn locations all throughout Wisconsin and Iowa. You can shop them all from one place. That's VanHornAuto.com. You can create your deal online. And then you can set up an appointment. You can go in and get that new car smell right then and there. Love that smell. Plus, Van Horn's going to offer no payments for 90 days. You can enjoy seasonal service specials for tires and brakes and a lot more. Plus, you can even finance your service. And don't forget that Van Horn Automotive, the home, the home of the 90-day test drive, and free oil changes for life with every vehicle purchased. And remember, every employee at Van Horn is an owner with a vested interest in your complete satisfaction. So go to VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. And you got to stop in before December 5th because that's when this whole cyber sale ends. But uh, go to VanHornAuto.com. That's, again, VanHornAuto.com. And, uh, and you know, kind of just take a look around. If you're looking for a new car, used car, whatever it happens to be, or just take a look around in general. They've got even a link for high-end sports cars there. Go to VanHornAuto.com, the Van Horn Automotive Group, family-born and employee-owned. Thanks so much. So the Badgers lose down in Evanston, Illinois, and it was – look, I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It wasn't a, a, a loss you even want to hang your hat on. There was not much good about it. But they were handcuffed, too. I mean, they came into that contest uh, missing their wide receiving core and, uh, and, and obviously uh, just having, you know, between injuries and coming back from just a couple of weeks uh, from COVID. And, I look, I don't want to make a ton of excuses. I just don't. But – that was, a t- that was a tough one to lose. It really was. It was a tough weekend all around. I mean, you know, Indiana went in number nine in the country, gave Ohio State all they wanted. Wisconsin loses 17-7 to in not doing much at Northwestern. You know? You talk about uh, a, a team like uh, in the top ten, Cincinnati barely beat Central Florida, UCF, 36-33. You know? Number 11, Oregon, barely held on to beat UCLA. I mean, anything can happen. Uh, Georgia, they were expected to win and beat up Mississippi State pretty good. They won by a touchdown. Then, obviously, you had the uh, Bedlam, and Oklahoma just throttled the number 14 team in the country, 41-13. Number 18, Oklahoma just beat them up. So it was just a, it was kind of a strange weekend when it came to the possibility of upsets and teams not playing extremely well. And then don't forget, obviously, you had a whole slew of games, Clemson, uh, Texas A&M and Ole Miss, Georgia Tech and Miami, Charlotte and Marshall, Texas and Kansas, Central Arkansas, Louisiana. All of them got canceled because of COVID. So should we be cutting the Badgers some slack? Or do you just feel that, you know, this is the Badgers? Because I don't. I I don't feel that this is the Badgers. I I just don't. I think that the, the injuries obviously hurt them. Uh, certainly, 
you know, for, uh, you know, Graham Mertz's first real, if you want to call it a clunker, it was a clunker. You know, three picks in that ballgame. A couple of them just bad, ugly picks, you know. They tried to rush the ball the best they can. Jake Ferguson is still your leading receiver. Your tight end is your leading receiver, you know. Should we be cutting the Badgers some slack? And then you throw on top of this, they may not even play this weekend. In case you don't know, they've got uh, positive COVID tests in uh, Minnesota playing for Paul Bunyan's Axe this weekend, and they may not even be playing that game because of the positive COVID test. Right now, everything's going going on virtually for the University of Minnesota. They're trying to hang on and still play this contest, but they may not end up playing this thing. So even if the Badgers would have won down in Evanston, they may not even have played enough games to get to a championship. So it, it might have been a moot point to begin with. But uh, for as, as fast out of the gate, you know, as Graham Mertz's start was, eh, you know, we all said slow your roll because he's going to run into those bumps in the road. And Graham Mertz, three interceptions, they proved costly in that loss to Northwestern. Uh, there's some talk about, you know, Jack Cohn obviously had made that trip. And, you know, those guys, specifically the seniors, really like Jack Cohn and uh, whether or not he's going to find himself worked back into the mix and what's he going to do come next season because he still has another year of eligibility because of this year being so goofy. And I don't think Jack Cohn is an NFL-quality quarterback, at least not right now. So you you wonder if he's coming back. Most likely he would come back and play another year. So do you do you then sit Graham Mertz, or do you allow him to continue to progress? Do you look at this season? Let's say they don't play against Minnesota, and you really aren't eligible to win yourself a championship, and you're not going to win one anyway because of the loss. So – do you now look at this as just play play Graham Mertz all you can. Get him as much experience as you can. That way you hit the ground running come next year. You know, there's a lot of things going into this season that are different because of the circumstance. 855-830-864. But do you cut the Badgers a little bit of slack? Or do you just look at it as you lost to Northwestern? Northwestern's not a bad team, remember. Northwestern's not a bad team. They, it wasn't like they were a, a bunch of unknowns coming into the contest. I mean, they're sitting at number 11 in the country right now. Badgers fall to number 18, basically flip-flopping almost these two teams. Badgers came into last weekend at number 10 in the country. Northwestern's number 11 in the AP Top 25, and they're number 13 in the coaches' poll. Badgers 20 in the coaches' poll, 18 Top 25. I still think the, the Badgers are a good team when they're at full strength, but uh, some of that – Wide receiver depth proved not to be as deep as maybe you would have liked if you're a Badger fan. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Uh, this is from uh, the, the Deal Haver. Deal Haver says, uh, the Badgers are a good team, not a great team. We act like Graham Mertz was going to cure all of our ills. They always have one of these games in them each and every year. Paul Chris is a quality coach, not a top five coach. Uh, well, until you win something, okay, what are the what are the top five coaches? Saban, Ryan Day, Dabo Sweeney, right? You can go with those three right off the top of your head, and then after that, it pretty much fill in the blank. Those three guys consistently are near the top. I, I, I don't want to put Brian Kelly there. I think Notre Dame is a good but not great program. Brian Kelly's been good there. I just I, – I, I don't like the guy. I don't respect the guy. So, you know, you can't argue with the records, though. 
They're sitting at 8-0, and they've always been one of those top 10 teams. So maybe Brian Kelly, you can look at him. You know, Luke Fickle, fast-making a name for himself, but Cincinnati's not going to find themselves in the Final Four. You know, and they're, they're not going to get there. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. If you want to chime in, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 855-830-8648. Give us a shout. And I uh, got one here from Jason. Jason says, uh, I really like uh, Brian Kelly and what they do. Why do you hate on him so much? Um, I, I've ever since, you know, the accident with the kid in the scissor lift, uh, coming into that program at Notre Dame, he had some issues with, um, you know, obviously the president of, of Notre Dame, they had some allegations from, uh, one of the, uh, was it St. Mary's, the other college, uh, of some football players having issues. Brian Kelly, uh, for all the reports coming out of Notre Dame was kind of trying to sweep that under the rug, the way he left Cincinnati. Um, I just, I've never respected the guy. Never have. Um, Jason says, what about Mario Cristobal? I like him as a head coach. He's put Oregon back on the map. Oregon has been a consistently good team, and uh, I, I like what he's done out there. I really do. 855-830-8648. He became a head coach of the Oregon Ducks. What was it, just a couple of years ago? A few years ago? So he's been good. Been good with Oregon. I mean, he had to rebuild that program, obviously. So uh, he took over in 2017, went 9-4 and four in 2018, 12-2 two in 2019, undefeated this season. He's got a 24-7 and seven record. So I, I like Cristobal. 855-830-864. You want to chime in, do it. We're going to talk some Bears football when we come back. Mark Grody, Bears sideline reporter for 670 The Score, uh, going to be joining us. Uh, he's going to talk a little bit about what's going on down there in Chicago. If you want to uh, chime in, do it. Otherwise, don't forget uh, our friends over at Schulze Family Farms Beef. Look, we know holidays are right around the par- right around the corner. And and let's face it, um, you're looking for stuff to do. You're looking for stuff to eat. You're looking for stuff to give. Uh, I can pretty much throw all of that under one roof for you right now because they have got some good things going on at Schulze Family Farms Beef. Everything you need. Their family farm in Humbert, Wisconsin, providing high-quality pasture-raised beef to all of us here in the Midwest now for three generations. With COVID cases spiking, though, by the way, if you want to shop online, that's the way to do it, keeping yourself safe. And you can even sign up for a monthly subscription. Choose from a wide variety of steaks and chops and burgers and hot dogs and brats and roasts, and you can even get a curated gift box or create your own custom order. And your beef is going to be packed in dry ice and arrive in just a few days. And they have all the delicious meats that you need for those cold weather stews and chilies and soups. And don't forget, check out their Facebook page for great recipes as well. And a few new holiday things, special uh, tomahawk ribeyes, perfect for a small gathering. You can order them uh, while they last uh, because they'll run out of those. And for a no-brainer, ready-to-eat Instapot dinners. You can check out their website for those as well. What a meat lover needs, they've got and you can get it all at Schulze Family Farms Beef. That's SchulzeFamilyBeef.com, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. Again, SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. Talking Bears football, Mark Grody, Bears sideline reporter, next on the Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
Reminder coming up uh, tomorrow night, 6 to 8. We have the Bill Michaels Huddle, and it's uh, brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. We're going to have Kevin Holden and Drew Burgoyne from CBS 58 in Milwaukee. Going to be on the panel tomorrow night, and then don't forget, immediately following the game coming up on Sunday, it's the Green and Gold Post Game Show. Yours truly, Gary Ellison, the former Packer and Badger running back, going to be giving you our analysis and getting your reaction after the contest coming up this Sunday. So stay tuned for that as well. Put it on your calendar. Uh, joining us now, Mark Grody, our good buddy down there with the Chicago Bears, sideline reporter, 670 The Score insider as well. Find him at Mark Grody Sports on Twitter. Mark, how you been? I'm doing well, Bill. Bears and uh, Packers coming off a loss, getting ready to meet at, uh, at your place on Sunday. So you tell me, because Matt LaFleur said it's not a big deal for the young guys to understand the history of the rivalry between these two teams. I personally think that any player playing in a a franchise where you have a severe rival, a fierce rival with somebody, should understand what the rivalry is all about so they understand why their fandomonium is so high. Do you feel that same, or do you think that it's no big deal with players today? Here's what it is with me, and I've come to sculpt this opinion through the years with the Bears-Packers rivalry. I love it when they do get it and they do feel it and they are genuine about it when they, you know, they've heard about it and they're into it. But I've learned that it's just not possible to force rivalries on young players in the NFL, especially like young players who played at big time colleges where their whole life up to that point had been about their college rivalry and the college that they chose, this is the team that they've been placed on. So I would feel like maybe if a player has been on the bears, let's say five years, then they start to realize it. And I kind of have a higher expectation for them to, to get it, to feel it, to realize it. But I, I give the young players a pass and give them big-time bonus points. Because we had kind of the same thing yesterday. Darnell Mooney, the Bears' rookie wide receiver, was on with us in Zoom, and somebody asked him about the you know, the magnitude of not only the game, but then the rivalry. And he, he definitely poo-pooed the rivalry. He said, yeah, you know, I've, I've heard about how big it is. But he said, really, this is just the next game for us. And I've, I've become conditioned to hearing that and, and to some degree getting it until they've been around a little bit longer. Uh, that being said, the X's and O's, who's quarterbacking on Sunday? <laughs> I, I'm going to, I'm leaning Mitchell Trubisky, but I can't say that for sure. I mean, the, the, the signs are starting to point Trubisky for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think that at this point, he gives you a better chance to survive the pressure that every team is going to bring. And in this case, I promise you, your Packers will be bringing a little bit more heat just because the Bears' offensive line right now is vulnerable. That's what teams have been doing. That's what teams should do to the Bears. And Nick Foles has been flat-out bad at getting away from the pressure. And, I, I, look, I get it. Like Nick, That's never been Nick Foles' trick as a quarterback. He's never been one to get away from pressure. But he has been he has become completely frazzled when there's pressure. Like, he, he's, he's thrown – he's inaccurate under pressure. He is running out of bounds. Um, he is just, he just, he can't, he, he just has no control when teams are coming at him. Trubisky, the one thing that he did do well in the times that he was allowed to be a starter for the bears over the last two years was use his feet. So I think for that reason, they'd be leaning Trubisky. 
They still don't know who is healthy, um, so we're going to find out about that. The other reason that um, it's very possible that Trubisky is starting is because at least yesterday, the Bears had a very light practice yesterday, so it's really hard to base an opinion on that. But Trubisky was the, the guy out there throwing yesterday, and the time that we were allowed to watch, the reporters are allowed to watch, Nick Foles was not present. So I think that that has some meaning to it, but we're going to learn more tomorrow probably. The run game for the Bears has been almost non-existent. I thought it would be better this year. Has it just been the fact that the offensive line has just been that bad? It's a forever problem, Bill, under Matt Nagy, unfortunately. And I hate to give an answer like this because this is the answer we always get from Matt Nagy. It's a little bit of everything. Um, The offensive line, because this is the same as it was last year, same as it was in 20, even when the Bears won 12 games in 2018, the Bears could not get a run game going. Remember, it was way back then. It felt like so long ago. It was Jordan Howard. And they just, the Bears would win games. And we'd talk to Matt Nagy on Monday, and everybody would be excited. And then the last two or three questions would be like, okay, what the hell happened to the run game? So it's been a scheme issue. It has been um, this offensive line just actually not being good at run blocking. And then this year, well, and even last year to some degree with Kyle Long and that injury and that ongoing injury saga. Uh, but this year there are injuries and ineffectiveness. This year without your right tackle for the, you know, for the foreseeable future in Bobby Massey, Cody White here was down for a couple of weeks. You were thrown in rookies. You're, uh, you know, Arlington Hambright and then a second-year guy, Alex Barr, starting at center for the first time in his football life, not just his NFL life. So everybody's been kind of out of position, injured, or just not that great on the offensive line this year. Um, you know, I think David Montgomery, when given a chance to run this year, has looked better than he was last year. But he's still, you know, he's, he's not a guy that has breakaway classic speed by any means either. And he's still a young player who is still learning the scheme with new coaches and all that kind of stuff. So it's a, it's a big uh, combination of issues that has forever plagued Matt Nagy's running game. Talking with uh, Mark Grody, Chicago Bears sideline reporter and 670 The Score Insider. You talk about Matt Nagy. One of the things that we say here is, Matt Nagy, don't worry about it because he's the smartest guy in the room and he's always going to screw it up. It seems like, I mean, when, whenever you give up play calling, I mean, I remember when Mike McCarthy did this because he missed something and then was embarrassed because he didn't know the answer after the game, and so he said he's giving up play calling. When you start to give up play calling and you start to change who you are and the way you dictate to your team, to me, that signifies the beginning of the end. If this team continues the free fall in the wrong direction, is Matt Nagy, uh, is he uh, quick to find the door uh, at the end of this season, your thought? I, yeah, first of all, to answer the, the latter part, I don't think he's going to lose his job this year unless it goes colossally wrong in these last, I mean, as it gets blown out in these final six games of the year. And I definitely get what you're saying about giving up play calling. But this was, I think to some degree, it might work in, in the opposite direction for Matt Nagy, as in he hated having to do this. He did not want to give up play calling. As he said to us, he said it three times during our Zoom call with him when he dropped his bomb on us, he said, I love play calling, and he repeated it. And so it, you didn't have to ask follow-up questions to know how much this guy hated having to give up the play calling and he did it because it's just another way to show accountability to his players and to the organization 
And the one thing, Bill, that Matt Nagy has been really good at that hasn't gone away, because everything's changed since 2018 when they won 12 games. Nothing is what we thought it was. But the one thing that Matt Nagy has always had is, for the most part, command of the locker room, respected the players. They like the guy. They like him. And he's been a good leader of men and that whole part. So he's good at being the captain of all three phases. And now that he doesn't have his face buried in a play sheet on game day, he could actually, you know, get in front of other players on offense, on special teams, and on defense, as opposed to just working through those plays that he has on his chart. So I think that this actually, him giving up a little bit of power might help him. And then the other part, too, is that this is not necessarily forever. I mean, we had to ask him again about this Packers game. You know, is is Bill Lazor, the offensive coordinator, still going to call plays? And he kind of hemmed and hawed and then um, made a, you know, kind of eventually said, yeah, he he probably will without, I don't think he ever gave a a definitive yes, but you could tell it was a yes. But I I think it's still game to game. My guess is that Nagy will concede the play calling for the rest of this year and then probably take the reins back next year. And look, Laser has some sort of revelation and they put up 40 on the Packers. The, uh, the the other question I have for you, defensively speaking, we all know this is a defense that, you know, you, you couple this with a really good offense and you're probably talking about a championship-style team. At what point does the defense, if at all, have you seen anybody get frustrated just to say, what are we doing? We're just out here beating our brains out, and, and this offense sucks, for lack of a better term. Yeah, I mean, from my view on the sideline, I do pay attention to all of that stuff during Bears home games when, I'm, when we're still allowed to be at the games and I'm still allowed to be, you know, about 10 yards away from the Bears sideline. Yeah, I mean, you can see it in body. I mean, nobody's getting – there's no – not that I know of, no conflict, you know, individually between – offense and defensive players but yeah like for instance last week Khalil Mack makes an interception he gets it into um into Minnesota territory and the Bears are in position to hopefully do something big and before you knew it Tyro Santos the the Bears kicker was out of the field and they're going for three as opposed to six while the defense is still finishing their high fives and they're still kind of trying to collect their breaths and uh, from their excitement and then they're back on the field so you know I I, I noticed that kind of stuff and they're you know, they're grabbing their helmets and they're right back out there and they're troopers about it and they say all the right things, but it's got to irritate the hell out of them. I mean, at some point in time, yeah, I mean, the, the Bears defense is, you know, they're not as, they're not elite, I don't think, like they were in 2018 and maybe for a few games last year, but they're really good and it, it's got a sting that the Bears defense could put constantly put the offense in position to succeed and win and then they don't they're not able to do it. So yeah, I think of course that that, that will that's gonna have an effect. It's gonna weigh on a defense and it has from what I've seen from the Bears players. Mark, great stuff. Uh, appreciate it. Stay safe. Have an enjoyable Thanksgiving and uh, we'll talk again soon, okay, pal? All right, Bill. You too. Happy Thanksgiving to you and everybody over there. Appreciate it. There you go. Mark Grody, Chicago Bears sideline reporter, 670 The Score Insider. You can find him on Twitter at Mark Grody Sports. That's Mark Grody Sports. Joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. They've been doing it 85-plus years. They've been doing it in business. Call them. If you're looking for a job, you're looking for a new team to go to, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. He went all Gallagher on them. We'll tell you what we're talking about, but first, Radio Joe Zenzola tells us about his car buying experience. 
Hey guys, I bought my car from Hyundai West Alice, and man, do I love my Hyundai Sonata. I'll tell you what else I love, though. Customer satisfaction. Did you know that they are the number one overall store for it? And when you walk into their showroom, you will see why. They are looking out for you when it comes to your safety. Everyone's wearing masks. They're wiping everything down. Even when you bring your car into service, they're putting steering wheel covers on so no germs are able to get past. They are looking out for you. And not only that, they have some good deals. Right now, get 0% for 72 months on the new Hyundai Sonata, Tucson, and Santa Fe models during the Thanksgiving sales event. And if you use my name, Joe Zanzola, or Radio Joe, you'll get an additional $500 off. Get Hyundai Assurance with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000 miles at Hyundai West Dallas on Highway 100 or HyundaiWestDallas.com. A part of the International Autos Group, where our ordinary needs to be extraordinary. $13.89 per month per $1,000 finance with approved credit must qualify for rebate ends January 4th, 2021. Again, that's Hyundai West Dallas. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers will practice tomorrow, getting ready to face the Chicago Bears here at Lambeau Field on Sunday night. Green Bay now 7-3. At 5-5, the Bears trying to snap a four-game losing streak. Bears head coach Matt Nagy. Regardless of who we were playing, right now because of where we're at as a team you know being five and five after being five and one we want to do whatever we need to do on sunday night whatever we need to do to come out with that w packer center Corey lindsley dealing with a back injury second year man elton jenkins moved over from his left guard spot to center in sunday's game against the colts building we always say don't blink so once the coach said i was going once my coach said i was going in to play center i just like i was like okay what i can do to help the team packers head coach matt lafleur on how the offensive line looked on the game tape i thought we blocked really well it's never easy to lose a player of Corey's caliber and for somebody to come in and, and you know, just pick up and, and do a great job. That's a credit to those guys, Elton. I mean, the fact that he can go anywhere in the offensive line is absolutely incredible. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back. Glad to have you. Hey, a couple of things. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but Mike McCarthy, before the game uh, against Minnesota and all the problems his team has been having uh, defensively, uh, went all Gallagher on him. Started smashing watermelons and fruit and stuff and saying we have to go with our objectives and uh, pulled out a big old sledgehammer, big old mallet, and started smashing food all over the place. And uh, his players got into it, and they responded. Look, they uh, they shut down Dalvin Cook and company, and the 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 Cowboys walked away with a win. So uh, Mike McCarthy going all crazy. <laughs> Stay positive, Bill. I am, man. That's I like it. Hey, you know, there's one way to get through to your guys. Start smashing fruit, man. You're good to go. Here's another thing. This is a head scratcher. Pennsylvania. Did you read this? They have suspended alcohol sales for one night beginning 5 o'clock tomorrow night Eastern time before Thanksgiving. 
Their health secretary uh, appeared in a virtual press conference uh, along with their governor to announce the new coronavirus restrictions. Uh, Part of the new restrictions, restaurants and bars are ordered to stop all alcohol sales at 5 o'clock tomorrow Eastern time, and they cannot resume until 8 a.m. the next morning. That's the biggest bar night of the year. For those that didn't know, if if you work in the bar business, you know what I'm talking about. The night before Thanksgiving usually is the biggest bar night of the year. So in other words, we're going to stop the sale of alcohol in all facets. Said that the new restrictions on focused on reducing the large gatherings and increasing enforcement of existing restrictions. And they're going to target protections for businesses and gatherings and stay-at-home orders and such. So apparently today they've had some massive run at the grocery stores on alcohol. So <laughs> it's... That's like saying we're going to limit toilet paper sales coming up on Wednesday. Well, you know it's going to happen. Everybody's out and running the crapper paper right now. And for what? That I don't understand. I will never understand the run on toilet paper. You have to be that's what you have to have for brains if you're out there and that's your priority. I got to go I got to go hoard toilet paper. You're a moron. So but when it comes to alcohol, there's some things you can't screw with. Toilet paper, okay. Maybe we run out and grab some leaves or a handful of grass out of the yard, but don't mess with the alcohol. Now, now they're 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 looting the food king. They're going and getting the alcohol. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Got a lot more of the Bill Michael show coming up right after this. Listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 